listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have a new patrons to thank? We do! We've got so many to thank. Yay! Yay! Uh, we've got Danielle. Danielle, thank you. Danielle, thank you. Also, we, we ran into Danielle at the uh, Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference. It was so great to meet you, Danielle. Yeah, she came by our table, the very first person to come by our table, and we were all like so awkward. <laughs> and and, and our, Danielle wasn't. She was very friendly, and and, and Kath and I were like, wait, what? I, I don't know. Good. I don't, Thanks. I don't know Bye. How to handle yes. person in front of table. We eventually loosened up. But Danielle, thank you for your patience. It was very <laughs> lovely to uh, get to know you. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I hope to uh, you know talk to you again. Mm. Other people, Joe P. Thank you, Joe P. I don't know if we met Joe. I don't recall, mm. but we might have. Mm. Uh, Chloe. Chloe, thank you. Chloe, thank you so much. Uh, Hannah D. Hannah D, you're the best. Yeah, go Hannah D. Ken. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. And lastly, Gay Gino. Gay Gino, way better than straight Gino. I think so. 100%. Yeah. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? Why is the LGBTQ community important? Oh, gosh. Well, I just mentioned the Philadelphia Transgender Wellness Conference. Not the last time you'll be hearing about it today. No, but we ended up there. We were there last week. Mm -hmm. And talk about being smack friggin' dab in the middle of of the LGBTQ community. Sure. The queer community, the transgender community specifically. Definitely. Gender nonconforming community. Uh... It was so gay. It was the gayest weekend I've had it's in a really long time. really gay. I wish I could go back to like my junior high bullies and be like, and they're like, you're gay. And I can be like, yeah, you but are- then one day my partner and I are going to go to the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference and have a table and people are going to come by and be like, we love your show and it's going to be awesome. And then the bully punches me because that's pretty damn gay for it, that's a 11 or 12 gay. year old. Yeah. But um, gosh, the community is really important. And this is something, I'm an introvert. You are also an introvert. Indeed. We are both uh, pretty heavy misanthropes. That too? Uh, meaning we we pretty much just despise humanity as a concept and think it was a rather bad idea <laughs> and the planet might be better off without us. <laughs> uh, again, I hold the opinion of look around, look at the evidence, let's let tigers or someone people? have a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're not naturally the kind of people who are like, let's join up in the community. Mm-hmm. And I had even gone to a few trans events, uh, transgender events here in Brooklyn mm-hmm. um, and here in New York City. Some some that turned out to be, you know, let's hit on the trans girls meat markets. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, not <gasps> fun. Do you think Chasers organized it? I think that one was organized by some i don't know it was wow that was a party that used to be called the swans party or something like that it was very yeah it was very hit on the trans girl party gross uh fat old creepy men um the other but i did i actually made some cool trans friends there met some friends off myspace had a great time it was wonderful all right i've i've gone to some other like 
or you know group events uh some of them were like very young 22 mm. year old college students who mm-hmm. very much in that college vibe who i couldn't really mesh with okay um and you know so it's been a few different things and then others i went to were with like 50 60 year old people mm. who are like you know again not really people i mesh with it was hard it's hard to find it's hard for me one to find anyone i get along with sure okay two it's hard for me to find trans people i get along with mm-hmm. because we've said this before on the show trans people are just ordinary people They're people yeah you're not just because you have being trans in common doesn't mean you're automatically going to be friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but and you don't really do like the gay chorus or the gay softball team leagues or like the other kinds of ways to well that is that is a frustrating thing as a trans person and as a gay girl Mm -hmm. is that it's gay men have dominated a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and so a lot of organizations that that tout themselves as lgbtq hey, come play LGBTQ kickball or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. come to this LGBTQ meetup or things and Mm -hmm. it's all gay men. So... I mean, in a lot of cases, and there are like lesbian meetups where we've had some luck. There are. There are. Meeting very cool friends. I know. That sounds like you're... (laughs) Sounds like we're hitting on people. Where we've had some (laughs) luck with some lucky ladies. Some Mm -hmm. luscious females were, uh, let's just say, available... For oh, friendship. I out. <laughs> Ew, I'm sorry for all so my we gay went friends. and got a delicious pizza pie. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I uh, yeah I I don't know, but but somehow I think when you get the transgender wellness conference, ten thousand attendees. I yeah. think they said yeah. I find enough people to like. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, everyone there was fantastic. But why why community matters? Let's get to that idea. Mm-hmm. Even for. The introverts and the misanthropes. Out it does, there. and it, the misfits. It does. I'm I'm definitely a misfit. I grew up Totes. a misfit, and I think a lot of queer people grew up misfits oh, too. Yeah. We we need community because one, it's helpful to organize, mm-hmm. and when it comes to taking action, group actions speak louder than individual actions. Sure, and quite frankly, the world is not exactly hunky-dory 100% of the time for LGBTQ folk. Really? Yeah, apparently huh. there's some issues in places like Chechnya <laughs> uh, and and America. And the US, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like one amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Connecting with people allows you to actually just Organize. Be able to, yeah, be able to be part of a part of something to have your voice amplified mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to activism, protests, voting, <clears throat> things like this. Mm-hmm. I also think community can be invaluable of just like knowing that you're not alone in mm-hmm. your experience. Mm-hmm. I may not have everything in common with that twenty-two-year-old trans girl who's talking to me about, you know. I don't know, critical gender theory in Soviet films of the 1950s. Mm, the intellectuals. Right. Yeah. And I may not have anything to do. I may not have anything in common with the, you know, 65 year old truck driver mm-hmm. who loves to express their gender queer identity, like by going to meetups with sure. like beautiful makeup and a wig and a pretty dress. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. I may not have anything in common with them, but 
superficially, mm-hmm. but I do have some experiences in common. We both know what it's like to be part of that community. We both know what it's like to be treated like the way society treats, you know, trans and queer people. Their struggle is your struggle. Their struggle is your struggle. Yeah. yeah. And so it's interesting just to know that you're not alone. That's the thing, I think. And and for an introvert and a misanthrope, um, and a lot of people think about loneliness and what a problem it is, and that's actually not the case. It's solitude, and we treasure it. It is like jewels. But still, there is something to being among your people. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's and, and, just and we don't need the it comfort, as much you know, as like, extroverts. But we need it a it's, little bit. I, I, I fall back on the, the Kerouac quote that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And I have never read a Kerouac book. I just know <laughs> this quote. And it's that I have nothing to offer the world but my own confusion. And I think that's often what trans people and queer people have to offer each other mm-hmm. is our own confusion just understanding and accepting that coming out and living your authentic life can be confusing yes. is a huge thing i remember it was like oh, i talked about supergirl the tv mm-hmm. show supergirl mm-hmm. and one of the characters alex danvers is gay and her coming out uh oh and i just so on the way back from philly i was watching this movie uh first girl i ever loved mm. which which has got uh Xanthippy from from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Link and, down below. Uh huh. Dylan Galuli, I think is her name. Okay. And it's just I was bawling my eyes out on the way home mm. from Philly. We were on a bus and we were like we were actually like near New Jersey, in New nearing New York City, and I had the the headphones on. I had the movie, and it was just like I was like hoping I could get to the end before we got home and like in the last scene i'm just bawling my eyes out and it was because this teenage character who's coming out as a lesbian in this one is just so confused Mm -hmm. and i just broke down because i dealt with so much confusion and to see a movie or a tv show where a character deals with coming out with confusion mm-hmm. and has to wrestle with like not knowing how this works, mm-hmm. not knowing that this is normal, not knowing that they're not a freak, not knowing just anything. It just it's so confusing. I don't and know what this is. Being heterosexual or being cis is like so standard in our society that mm-hmm. even when you know in your heart you deviate it and you know it's a thing that you it's hard to accept it. Yeah. And as much as I'm bawling my ass out for a movie, to be able to talk to someone who's been through the same thing and knows every little bit about it yes. as well, every detail, because they've had the same experience of just utter confusion themselves, mm-hmm. is so invaluable. It's so powerful and meaningful and necessary to talk to someone who can tell you that you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Other people have experienced exactly what you've experienced. Mm-hmm. Other people have been through this. It it is we are a community because we've all shared these experiences and i remember you know in the in the 90s and the early 2000s reading all these websites and talking to people on myspace or mm-hmm. angel fire or whatever and talking to people and being like getting their advice asking them questions what's it like to be on hormones what how do you get on hormones mm-hmm. it's you know 
asking them all these all these basic things yeah you had no idea and then having and then turning around and here i am <laughs> you know barely into my transition mm-hmm. and having people come to me for advice mm-hmm. and it's this beautiful mm-hmm. like moment where it's like the torch has been passed to you faith yeah. you are now the advice giver because yeah. you've been through a lot of this and so that's amazing mm-hmm. it's just to have that that i that connectivity to people and a lot of you listening now are going to be that person for some kid you're gonna someone's gonna find you on facebook or reddit or instagram or something and have questions and you will help them because you've been helped and faith was helped and that kid you help is going to help someone yeah and the community is able to work together to help each other and that's beautiful and it's a little sad that it has to take place online so much of the time or yeah. at a annual conference or any other conferences that happen but it's a serious minority group and it, it's not quite like i don't know churches or masons or things that are larger institutions where you get to meet regularly it's it's a little more sparse yeah and scattered and that's okay. It works just as well. Yeah. It's just having that community is so powerful. And encountering it one-on-one. Yeah. Because you can talk about the gay community in sort of an abstract way. And uh, the gay community organized pride marches and communicated with the senator and blah, 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 blah. But for you, you, you person listening right now to be in a room of people like you. Yeah. That's what's amazing. And let's look at the selfish reason to have community. Resources. Go on. I don't know every resource out there mm-hmm. for trans people. Mm-hmm. Other people may. Mm-hmm. There could be a question I have, and that's the way I'm going to get the answer. Are we talking about really good doctors or the most amazing electrolysis? Doctors or, or electrolysis or just being able to be like, who's a good surgeon for this? Is yeah. this surgeon a ripoff? What do you think of this? Just, it's invaluable. Mm-hmm. And someone can recommend good books or cool YouTube videos or awesome podcasts yeah. or a great therapist. I know yeah. an awesome podcast. You do? Yeah. Is it This American Life? It is actually a, it's called Wing Nuttery. Wing Nuttery. It is a podcast all about the different types of wing nuts awesome. and their history. Oh my God. I, gotta I check that just out. listened to an episode about the AA123 from Whoa. American Industrial Products. The one that they had to had to recall because it was cutting people's fingers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, link down below to Wing Nuttery. <laughs> awesome podcast. You should check it out. Yes. Other than that, podcasts are kind of shit. No, the Gender Rebels is great. Number Fantastic one. Fantastic podcast. Gender, Number gender. <laughs> Podcast on iTunes. As per customer reviews. So, uh, <laughs> we, um, anywho, another thing about this is just, be, is education is a part of it, yeah. but also just being able to let your guard down yeah. is so important and, and just not have to like, you and it, until you are in a room with like no one but people like you, yeah. Just being able to like just let that guard down and just not even worry about it. Is um, it a dilution of attention? Is it some perceived uh, uh, enemy, maybe who in any other case would see the trans girl and focus on her, and they would see 
think, a room full of y'all? I think... I don't know if it's trans people or anyone, but just having to have that armor up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, I think trans people in particular, I think because we all know that like getting found out, getting clocked can be an unpleasant experience. I feel like we all kind of do have a little bit of armor up sure. all the time. And you can, in that situation, sort of let your armor down. Mm-hmm. And so... Community, yeah, just absolutely invaluable. That's why why I love the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference. Mm-hmm. I actually told Kath we can't do another episode about the Philadelphia. <laughs> and here we we are. just did the previous one about it, and yeah. now you want to make another one about it. We have to wrap up about it. Well, we can. Well, how life changing that is actually is. something we experienced this weekend that shows the importance of community mm-hmm. in a really major way, mm-hmm. and. What, what did you, what did you, so I mean, it's like, a what did you experience? Thing. You're it's, out of the community. I am sort out of. of the community. You're yeah. a community adjacent. You're exactly. Like a, yes. And, and have found the community to be very welcoming, even though like, come on, don't we hear from enough cis people throughout the day? Um, I found it so amazing on two levels. And one was to meet our existing listeners and to hear from you and to hear about your experiences and how you've been helped and and just to know that this podcast matters because you know we've been doing it three years and it just sort of goes out into the ether and you know we hope for the best and and it does and that's great but the other thing that is amazing about the community and about the conference specifically was the opportunity to meet and loop in new listeners And that's who I want to talk to right now, because you listened to our spiel, or you grabbed a coaster or a magnet or a sticker or a postcard, or you won one of the pillboxes in the bingo game. Or you took part in a five-second dance party with us. Or you had a dance dance party together, or or any of the things uh, of the encounters. I got uh, a message on Facebook today from someone who snuck up to the table and took a sticker because they like Star Wars. And we were busy talking to other people, and they've been listening ever since, and they love the show. So, I'm talking to you, the newbies. I'm just so happy you're here, and welcome to this podcast, and I hope you don't hate it. And it was great to see you, and maybe talk to you if we had the chance, or maybe you, you just stopped by at some point. I hope you like it. But I also want to let you know what it is to be a Gender Rebels listener or what it is to be a Gender Rebel. Number one, you have a responsibility to send us questions. Questions at GenderRebels.com. We want to hear your input. I don't think that's... I don't think you, you don't have to. Because <laughs> the emails go to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of you. E- I have a, we have a lot of email backlog. We're working That's on true. it. That's true. If you haven't gotten a response to something, we're, we're working. We're working on sorry. it. Sorry. Um, number two, there's outtakes after the outro credits. I'm not sure if people know that, but like keep listening after the credits because in in some, but not all, there there's outtakes. Number three, sorry about the dogs barking in the background. We try to minimize that or edit it out. Sometimes it's impossible. Sorry about the drip, drip, drip. And the and today's drip, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, we're not in a recording studio, in, in case you thought we were. And number four, have fun. Go to the Twitter. Go to the Facebook. You can find all the links. Talk to other people there. Post things. Ask questions. Just welcome to the community. Yeah. And speaking of community, mm. another great benefit of being in a part of the trans and uh, gender nonconforming community mm. is you can get called out on your shit. And I, I will say this, I, I, some, you know, I, I have this natural inclination of when I see stuff that's really far liberal, mm. like really far left wing. And I think a lot of it comes out of academia where it's like, um, just certain things that I, I feel like are, what's the word in our society? It's just too PC or something, okay. you know, like the idea of like, oh, okay, let's not wear, uh, perfume in case someone's sensitive to that or something like that sure. where I'm just like I kind of want to roll my eyes and be like really but mm-hmm. then I, I like think about it for half a second I'm like you know what that takes almost no effort on exactly. my part and it could make someone else's experience better and like if I weren't part of that the community I would probably just be like rolling my eyes on all this stuff yeah. and and other people who interacted with me would maybe have a less pleasant experience exactly. and so i think being part of the community is also getting called on your bullshit yes i think yes. that's an important thing and we all need to be called on our bullshit mm-hmm. it's it's an invaluable tool oftentimes it's your best friends who mm-hmm. are the people who, who will call you out on your bullshit mm-hmm. but being part of the community that's like you know what this little tiny thing you may not have thought about could actually have a huge effect on someone. I'm going to lay a truth bomb on you. Yeah. And honestly, it can be done nicely. It can be done rudely. It's, it never feels good to get uh, uh, the truth revealed to you quite abruptly. But it's so healthy. It is. And it's just a matter of like, it's so, it's it, all this stuff. All these people who are like, America's too PC. Mm-hmm. It takes almost no effort on your part. And could brighten someone's day and make their life a little easier and it's usually someone who has it way harder than you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's another thing about the community other people have it way harder than you oh yeah yeah and from a i don't mean to say that from a schadenfreude perspective <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not saying go out there and be like other people have it harder than me i'm mm-hmm. winning transgender Woo-hoo! because we all know Jamie Clayton already won transgender. Yeah, you can't beat her. She won it. Sorry, guys. Laverne Cox is like nose to nose with her, though. So (laughs) we'll have to see how that one ends up. But uh, yeah, they're already winning. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're not going to win. No, it's actually... (laughs) I'm actually at uh, 1,224th. Oh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. So we'll see. No, Mm -hmm. um, it's not a contest. No one's winning. It's the idea that it helps you put things in perspective. I didn't exercise once, you know, because the concept of privilege, that was something that made me roll my eyes once mm-hmm. upon a time. I was like, privilege, really? We're going to sit here and and have like a suffering Olympics and see who's right. who's winning the suffering Olympics? And make perfectly normal, nice, white cis hetero guys feel bad for something that's out of their control what a waste of time yeah so when i first heard about the concept and read about it i was like i roll my eyes a little and now it's like something i accept because it's true Mm -hmm. and kath explained it to me it's like video games Mm -hmm. it's like playing playing on easy versus playing on hard Mm -hmm. 
And no one is at fault, and we are also all at fault <laughs> when it comes to the way society functions. Um, but you have, I, I sat down and I wrote, just wrote every bit of privilege I've ever had in my life. And this is something I really encourage other people to do, is sit down and just think about it. Um, because you'll find that so much in your life, so many things that benefited you mm. were completely out of your control mm-hmm. and involved no effort or skill or strength on your part. Mm. And you benefited from them. And so seeing other people who don't have that same level of privilege, yes. who are dealing with a thousand times more shit than you have mm-hmm. ever even thought about dealing with. Mm-hmm. That puts your own life in perspective and I think can be a humbling experience for you and hopefully opens your eyes to the fact that you can listen to these people, people who have less privilege than you, listen Mm -hmm. to their experiences, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. listen to them. I'm not going to say help them solve their problems because you can't, but um, listen to them first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Just listen. And I think that's the biggest, most important thing. And just... Put your own stuff in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that can be a real interesting focus, you know, like mm-hmm. when the, the just like a million kaleidoscope photos and they all just sort of slide into one in focus photo. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can really kind of do that for you and mm-hmm. make you go, huh, I should be really a lot more thankful and I should be listening to other people more. And also and- you have a unique insight into their challenges because you share one of their challenges. If you're talking with a transgender person, uh, you're white and they're a person of color, you have something in common. You know some of what they're going through, but not all. And that holds the same for people with uh, who have experienced homelessness or people who have physical disabilities or any of the other extra challenges that can go on top of it. You can be an advocate. You can Mm -hmm. do your part. I'm not saying you have to, but as someone who is in the same community as them, the LGBT community or the trans community, you, you are able to use the privilege that you do have if you are so inclined to do that. Yeah, no, I think being an advocate is is absolutely important. Mm -hmm. Listen to what they have to say. Listen to what they need and Mm -hmm. be an advocate for that. Mm -hmm. Stand up when you hear people saying inappropriate things. Yeah. Um, So that is, of course, invaluable. Mm -hmm. So here's the the last question, I think. Mm. And then we can just talk about Philly. Mm. Post-credit scene, just ranting about how much we love Philly. Mm. Um. How do you get to be part of a community? How do you find this community? Mm. And I think we live in a wonderful, wonderful world where we have access to a worldwide web of computers and all the interconnected network. Yeah. Um, You can find groups in your area. You can find people in your area. Mm -hmm. It may not be an area where logistically, you know, you're, you're, capable of meeting up regularly mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you can at least talk to other people in your area mm-hmm. and find other people in your area and you may not have the ability to go to something like the philadelphia trans wellness conference but there are events in your area there are groups in your area mm-hmm. or hopefully in an area nearby if not just talking to people or connecting with people online yeah that can be so important worst worst case scenario maybe you live out in the boonies and driving to the 
capital city in your state for one of the meetups, maybe that's not feasible all the time. And that's where online friends is going to come in handy. Yeah. And I would I would encourage if you have the resources, if you have the ability, try to go to a, a physical meetup. Mm-hmm. See if you can, because mm-hmm. you may not click with everyone there. You may only click with one person, but that's still pretty awesome. Totally. And if not, try again another time, because... Mm-hmm. It's my experience that these groups have high rotation <laughs> because a lot of a lot of people can't can't go very frequently. Yeah, and so you may not connect with someone on in October, but maybe in November there'll be like a, a bunch of new, new people, people there yeah. that you do connect with, and so it takes I, persistence, and it does, and that sucks because it can get frustrating after a few you know unproductive visits, or you go to the meetup where nobody shows except the host, and you're it's just the mm-hmm. two of you. I mean, it happens, and that's the challenge. Yeah. Part of what you sign up for, I guess. Yeah, but I would encourage everyone, value the community you have. Mm-hmm. Search out the community if you don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much strength we can draw from each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the fantastic things about the trans community. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. So what we've got next is right after we cleaned up at Philly, we had just finished three wonderful days of meeting all of you, some of you, um, and just talking to people and hearing their experiences and attending talks and workshops when we could, but for the most part, working uh, at the table and meeting people. Yeah, we even ate our lunch at the table two days. We probably shouldn't have. We have like barbecue sauce all over the tablecloth now. (laughs) Uh, So... So after we uh, after we wrapped up, we recorded our thoughts. Here's a little bit of uh, what we were thinking at the end of the conference. Again, it was so great to meet everyone we met. Some of you who we weren't able to meet. I hope we see you next year. And to the one uh, person you know who you are, thank you for the really awesome sculpture this that you beautiful made. Beautiful sculpture. Someone made us a sculpture. I will have to get their permission to even say their name online. Yes. I don't want to. Um, make them uncomfortable Mm. but um yeah it's a really awesome sculpture it's two hearts it's two hearts one's like a trans and one's a cis cis woman Mm. and uh it's just beautiful it's two weld they welded two hearts together on like uh on like a steampunk stand Mm -hmm. it's sitting up in our living room It's it's hard to describe but it is so perfect and beautiful Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. What's your question? We just finished at the Philly conference. We packed up our table. We're wiped out and happy and sad at the same time. What are you thinking right now? I am exhausted. But when we were packing up the table, I was like unexpectedly like really sad because... The Trans Wellness Conference was over, and it's not going to be happening for another year, and it's just, ah, oh, it's such a wonderful thing. I feel like I didn't get, I feel like we met so many people, I didn't really get to hang out with anyone. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I really didn't get to, to make a real new friends. Like, I feel like we talked to a ton of people who were cool. Yes. But I, I do wish I would have gotten a, a better chance to socialize. I feel like we socialized a lot more last year, and oh, I think, yeah. I think having the table sort of prevented us from socializing a little much um and i think also being exhausted from having the table Mm -hmm. 
because we were very you and I are both introverts yeah and so like being at the table and just talking to people all day long mm -hmm. I think got us both exhausted even like, though it was 100% universally great oh it was fantastic I yeah loved every single one of you who we met and those of you listening now who we couldn't meet if we hadn't met you we'd have had a blast we'd have loved you yeah yeah, that's the weird thing about introversion, I think. Yeah, it is. And so by the end of it, we were just kind of exhausted. So it wasn't like, so I feel like, yeah, socially, like I did a little bit on one, on the first night, but mm -hmm. then like after that, like you were even wiped the first night. I couldn't do anything the first night. And I, I was like ready to go to sleep, but I was like, oh no, I'm purring through it because I want to socialize because I like meeting cool people and I like meeting cool trans people. And, yeah, yeah. And cool non-binary people and all that. And, and we've made awesome friends in the this past. Is, this, is the, this is the richest pot of gold of cool mm -hmm. trans and non-binary and, and gender non-conforming people in the world. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. dip that ladle good and get some yeah. friends. So we did We did a little bit. I did a little bit of that, but I didn't really get to do as much of that as I would have liked. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like not having the responsibility at the table mm. definitely made me a little more eager to sit and just talk with, with people more and get to know people more. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the five minute interactions we got, awesome though they were, yeah. didn't really give me a chance to like really get to know people um, as well as I would have liked. You but, know what I think the difference between this year and last year, other yeah. than the obvious being we had the table, was it enabled more interactions with more people, both current listeners and hopefully new listeners. Hey, welcome if this is the first one you're listening to because you saw us. So it allowed us to interact with more awesome people, but not spend as much time with them. Yeah, it's like quantity versus quality, exactly. right? Not that we didn't. It was actually really, that was the most amazing thing was, uh, okay, one, it was cool to meet new people. Totally. It's always cool to see all the, the whole spectrum of everyone who's here, yeah. and it's fantastic. I mean, but it's also cool to just all y'all, you know, who came up to our table, and, and, and we're like, Hey, we we love your podcast. We're big fans. Whatever. I'm not naming anyone's name, right? Lest I accidentally forget anyone or um, out someone. Come on. Yeah, we're out someone. Um, but yeah, those were so meaningful mm -hmm. to, to us, mm -hmm. and it was just like, wow. <laughs> like it's there aren't words to express the it's gratitude not. that we feel for people who came up to us and and told us that. We helped in yeah, some way. Yeah, but, you know, they wouldn't have been able to come out to their spouse or wouldn't have been able to transition if not for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do with that. That's, like, <laughs> huge. I literally was telling Kath on the way back from the convention center to our hotel, I was like, I had that moment. I literally had this moment with Shirley Manson, lead singer of Garbage, um, most incredibly important to my teen years, and someone who empowered me in a way that I didn't know was possible mm -hmm. to be empowered. Uh, you know, I didn't even know and be feeling empowered was possible and they gave me that. And so I wouldn't have been able to transition really if I hadn't had that source of comfort sure. at that time. And I, you know, I went up to her and I told her that and, and you know, I was all tears mm -hmm. and she was just, you know, wonderful. And, and so I felt like, I feel like I get to tell someone, I get to go up to someone in tears and be like, I wouldn't have been able to transition if it weren't for you. And, and then to have the reverse happen. Exactly. I have someone to come up to me and it was just so wonderful. You fangirled at and you've fangirled. <laughs> I know, right? Then fangirled And at. so it was just wonderful. It's, it's, thank y'all. Thank you. And that was thank what I, we, everyone who came up to thank us and we're like, no, thank you. Because, right. because you are really, you know, the reason we do this mm -hmm. and, 
And that's true. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making this all we, count. We, we wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't have kept this going for three years plus, you know, if we hadn't gotten such a great response from all our listeners. Right. And I'm sorry I haven't gotten to everyone's emails yet. Yes. I have like a giant <laughs> folder of emails I have yet to respond to. So if you've if you've written and I've not yet responded, we will respond. We but will. we've got to get through it. So we will. Um and it's never it's not always in the order in which it's received. It's true. Sometimes she'll send me an email and it's just like I happen to be in that moment and be like, Oh, I know the perfect answer and I have the energy to answer. Mm-hmm. And other times I'm like, I can't this is gonna does it work. And home life and dishes and walking dog. No, I'll, I'll <laughs> deal with that when I get to it. And so we have, um, yeah, we have such great response from so many awesome fans. Mm-hmm. We got to meet new people. And it was just, it was wonderful. I'm actually like crying a little bit yeah. <laughs> as we record this because it is, it is just so wonderful. And we know our existing fans are listening now and that is awesome. But I have a message to the people who, encountered us for the first time at the 2019 conference and you are just starting on your gender rebels journey welcome home we're so happy to have you join the party join the family communicate with us send us questions tell us when we get it wrong tell us when we get it right you're one of us now welcome 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 All right, everyone. Sorry about the late release of this week's episode. We had some stuff going on. Your patience is so appreciated. We, yeah, we were busy Thursday. We were pretty busy. And, yeah. and then we were very tired Thursday. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we will talk to you next week. Yeah, this is just a, a quick kind of wow, helping us like unpack. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. We just literally finished the, the conference five minutes ago mm-hmm. and it was like unpacking the table like packing up the table i mean undoing the tablecloth and everything and yeah. it was just it Emotional. it hit me emotionally hard in a way i had not expected yeah because quite frankly it was just it was such a great time it is this conference and i'm sure there's others you know mm-hmm. of a similar nature but this sure. is the one i know so i will speak to it um just such a wonderful time mm. Um, it's such a welcoming environment, mm-hmm. it's such a friendly environment, and it's just such a beautiful place where it's a space where trans and non-binary and gender non-conforming people can just be ourselves yeah, and relax and kind of let our guard down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad that I have to wait another year, oh. you know? Um, I'm also sad because I didn't really get to go to any talks because we were at the table. I, I I tried to go to a couple, but um, even then I was like, I'm, I was a little fidgety. Yeah. I'm fidget, I'm a fidgety person and I have to kind of get up and move around. Mm-hmm. So sitting at the table. So by the time I would get up and be like, I don't want to sit here. I just want to walk around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I haven't actually gotten a chance to like, I have a lot of uh, sp- pent up energy mm-hmm. from this. So yeah, we'll see how it goes, but it's. Such a wonderful thing, and I'm sad that it's another year. But we will see you next year, 2020. All right, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. 
you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash genderrebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the Gender Rebels. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a Come Back Sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. I remember it was like, I talked about Supergirl, the TV show Supergirl, and one of the characters, Alex Danvers, is gay, and her coming out, it's a trip. I know what it is. I just worried it'll pick up on the microphone. I am sure it's picking up on the microphone. Guys, we have a a drip. Our upstairs neighbor has an air conditioner. Do you want me to go out and put a sponge under it? Really? Sorry. No. No. It's fine. Okay. Do you want to try to record somewhere else? Nah. Okay. So. We have to put up with it. Y'all have to put up with it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I just, so on the way back from Philly, I was watching this movie, uh, First Girl I Ever Loved.